0: Welcome to the Bernadette Jackson Podcast, where we are redefining how the world views women with daddy issues by discussing topics, sharing stories, and gaining insight, all from the perspective of a fatherless daughter. I'm your host, Bernadette, of BernadetteJackson.com. Today's episode is a second installment of a six-part series on fatherless daughter trigger points. I have experienced every single fatherless daughter trigger point that we will discuss over the next several episodes, some of which I still struggle with today, and others I have been delivered from. Hallelujah. In fact, the three fatherless daughter trigger points that we will be discussing today are ones that I struggled with a lot when I was younger. I distinctly remember being so afraid of people not liking me in elementary and junior high school that I did everything that I possibly could to present myself as this perfect child that never did anything wrong, that was always well put together, and didn't make any mistakes. What I didn't realize in trying to present myself in this way was that I was alienating the other children around me that I actually wanted to be friends with. They viewed me as being out of touch, and I guess a little stuck up because I never wanted to be associated with making any mistakes, or doing anything wrong, or just being a normal kid. I always wanted to make sure that everything in my little world was just as I wanted it to be. I didn't want anything out of place, I didn't want for things to happen that I was not aware of, I didn't enjoy surprises, and I often would be upset if something went wrong or happened outside of what I thought should. Looking back in hindsight, and if I'm totally honest with myself, I have to say that operating in this way was quite exhausting for me. I did it because I thought I needed to. I didn't know any other way in my young mind to express that what I really wanted was the love and acceptance of my peers and family in a way that I could recognize and accept. I kept this behavior up until I became friends with students who saw me, who really understood who I was, and called me out on what I was doing. They let me know that I didn't need to always be perfect, and that even if I made mistakes, they still thought I was cool, and they still wanted to be my friend. Once I settled into those friendships... I was able to just really be my most authentic self and relax into who I really was instead of trying to be who I thought I needed to be. You may have guessed by my story that one of the fatherless daughter trigger points that I want to discuss with you today is the desire to be perfect. This desire is one that manifests largely because fatherless daughters a lot of times hold the belief that they are the reason that their father is absent since we believe that we are the cause of our father not being around, we start to look at who we are as being wrong or a mistake. And in trying to fix this mistake, we want to perfect everything that is within our power to perfect. So that may be how we dress, how we talk. It may be how we do our hair. It may be us wanting to stay a certain size or weight. It could be that we always want to be perfectly made up. It could be that we want to make sure that we always have straight A's and that we're never associated with bad behavior. And it could also be that we don't want to put anything out into the world unless we view it as absolutely perfect. I sometimes have this issue, and when I do, it lends itself for me for procrastination. I will put something off until... It has been months that I haven't done something just because I wanted to be perfect, and I still don't view it that way. And you know what? That could be an episode for another day because I can just go on and on about that topic. But really what I'm saying here is that being a perfectionist is very comforting for fatherless daughters because it gives us something to focus on outside of thinking that we were the cause of our father not being there. The fact of the matter is, a fatherless daughter has nothing to do with the reason why her father decided not to be in her life. However, until she actually decides to accept this as truth, perfectionism is one of her coping strategies. The second fatherless daughter trigger point, or FDTP, that my story highlighted was the desire to control everything. Our desire to control everything has everything to do with trust. The fact of the matter is, is that fatherless daughters have a very hard time trusting people to love them and to take care of them. Honestly, even being there for the long haul and trusting situations to turn out the way they should is a stretch for us. Fatherless daughters had no control over the environment that we were born into. As much as we would have liked to have had both of our parents in the home, we did not. So anything that we are able to control to stabilize our environment in a way that makes us feel comfortable is always what we are seeking to do. Sometimes this happens in a way that is really overbearing and a little obnoxious. However, it is never done maliciously. A lot of times fatherless daughters do not even realize how controlling we actually are until it is brought to our attention. The reason being in control for us is so important is because it makes us feel safe. Safety and security are things that are extremely important because it isn't something that we experienced a lot of growing up. When we are in control, we can better see what the outcome of a situation is going to be. If we make the mistake, at least we know it's ours to make, and we are not at the mercy of someone else. Once a fatherless daughter knows and feels like she is safe and secure with a person and in a situation, she will begin to relinquish the desire to control every little thing and feel more comfortable allowing someone else to take the lead. It's also worth noting here that a lot of fatherless daughters have issues with authority because of their desire to control everything. But on the flip side of that, They make excellent managers, supervisors, and business owners because they understand how to lead, they know how to delegate, and they usually have such a clear and concise vision of how they want things to go that they are able to expertly advise others around them on exactly what they would like to see happen. The last fatherless daughter trigger point that I would like to discuss in this episode is the fear of rejection. This one can be quite paralyzing for fatherless daughters because it can be the reason we don't accept a lot of opportunities that may be offered to us and we stop ourselves from doing things that we know that we should, or we just hold ourselves back in general because we don't want to feel rejected. Many fatherless daughters are already walking around with a baseline emotion of not feeling chosen by their fathers, And so adding any kind of rejection on top of that is not something that we would willingly do. Many of us need to know that we know that we know that something is going to work out in our favor, that someone actually likes us and wants to get to know us, that a particular opportunity is going to help us to flourish in some way before we even step foot in the direction of whatever that thing or person is. And even still, we may need a little push or nudge from our close confidant to help us on out the door and on our way. Now, this is not unique to just fatherless daughters, because we know that everyone at some point has felt the fear of rejection. However, the reason it is a fatherless daughter trigger point is because the fear is the result of our feelings of not being enough due to our father loss. If any of this makes sense to you, or if you can relate to any part of it, let me know i love to hear your thoughts and engage with you on any of the topics that we discuss. You can reach me on my contact page at BernadetteJackson.com or in the DMs of Bernadette and Jackson on IG. Join me next week as we discuss three more fatherless daughter trigger points. I'll meet you in the next episode. Bye.